Well, <sighs> good evening, sir. Well, hello there. Hello. I met her on the Monday and my heart stood still. I do rah rah, I do rah rah. Somebody told me that her name was Bill. I always do, expect that to, to be what, the what, 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 do what, I, what, what. <laughs> I think I just realized that my mic's on the wrong. I'm on the might be on the wrong mic. Hold on. You sound it's okay. A, you sound good. To you. Um, how about hold on, how about this? To is this whom better? Do is that not is say. that better? Is that better though? I don't. It's the same, right? Yeah. Tap your mic. Oh, hold on. I, I muted my mic. Does that work? Um, well, I still hear uh, you. I know you do. I just want to. What you just said, you muted him. <laughs> I know. No, I, I unmuted my mic. Then. Oh, like oh. That. How about if I just do this? If I just whisper in your yeah, ear like this, that works. Um, so that's, but is that's it? But mic. in my recording is the question. Hmm. Mm. Are you back to using Audition, or are you still using? Oh no, I'm still using. But e- I. E-cam. But I. Uh, but I. I use a different mic at home this morning to record the podcast intro, and then. Uh, and then and now mm. uh, and then I had to switch it just now. I don't know whether it does it. I don't know whether it does an active switch. So I'm going to pause this for a moment. You <laughs> okay. are going to insert a little bit of fun, like that kind of music yeah. in here, and then and then I'm going to be right back. I don't know. You think yeah. after 99 shows, <laughs> you'd get your sh- My name is Patrick. Together? Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Patrick. Um, oh. But, uh, well, we're as back, it turns folks. out, you still like to do work. You still like to put in the extra effort. I do. Every now and then, I like to have to do something. I know you miss to, him. To, I know you miss him. I do. I do. We had him in the last episode. Oh, I know. Right off the bat. Yeah. Even, I think earlier. Well, this, than this one, one is still. This is still yeah, early. We're, we're yeah. still not even ten minutes mm. in. Uh, yeah, that's great. Woo! <laughs> you got senioritis. I was just talking about that today. Senioritis. Like, yeah. Yeah, about other, but in, yeah, about a whole bunch of stuff. It's weird. Well, it's, a real, it's a weird. It's a weird. It's a real thing. I don't know why. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yeah. But it's a it's a real thing, and I and it it needs to be. Slade. Slade? Yeah. Senioritis is the enemy of the good. <laughs> That's They used to say perfect is the enemy the of Aristotle the good. Aristotle said that. But yeah, I think it's senioritis is the enemy of good because senioritis senioritis will you know, somebody could have this illustrious career somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Be like incredibly valued employee. Indispensable, even, hmm. and then they get to the final month, yeah. right? And they're leaving, whether it's for retirement or school or whatever. And if they develop senioritis, mm-hmm. there's a chance that 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 transitioning out phase will not 
you just won't it won't be good for their colleagues it won't be good for the organization right you know it's like it, it won't be good for the cause whatever that is the product the mm-hmm. whatever um and and that's what people will remember they, they won't yeah. they won't remember like the 30 years that this person put in that was awesome but they're going right. to remember is the 30 days that that guy just did nothing <laughs> You know, well, like they're gonna, that's what they're going to remember. The unfinished projects, the passwords he didn't hand over, the, the crap that they found on his desktop, <laughs> um, the rotten piece of fruit in his desk drawer. Like all the, like, yeah, that's what they're going to. And so you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be, you don't want to go through that phase. You got to resist it. Resist well, if it's it. 30 years and you are retiring... I can see the guy not giving a rat's ass. <laughs> no, it's not about. I know, but it's not. But it's legacy, man. You know, it's like legacy. Legacy matters, and and these people you're going to see them probably because, you know, people get invited back for things, don't they? I don't know. No, mm. maybe not. And, and I think that okay. if you put in thirty years at that company, even if you are invited <laughs> back, I'm sure you're going to go. Thank you, mm. but no. <laughs> I am sick to death of that place. Well, I would say I'm not coming back under in, any circumstances. If you put thirty years in, you must think fondly of it, right? Like, oh, I don't know I, that that follows. Oh. Okay, it's you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't, but it doesn't necessarily mean you do either. I mean, that you, okay, yeah, so and. Mm. Maybe, but uh, yeah. So you you have you have sent a couple of pins today. Yeah, and these were both these were both uh, on my way uh, to the Contemporary Resort mm-hmm. in wonderful Walt Disney World. And the and first one resort. was before. Was actually it was a, it was a bumper sticker of sorts on, but it wasn't on the back. It was one of those where people put the bumper sticker in their window, right? Yeah, I feel and I feel like that's not fully committing to the bumper sticker when you. No, do it that. definitely isn't because you are you know? in mind of removing that bumper sticker when you do that. Yeah, yeah, you're like I'm gonna put or or maybe it's so offensive that you you're afraid someone will remove it from your car. Oh maybe, right, or something. yeah, that there's always it. that. Um, I've never had anybody. Rem- well, of course, I don't really put bumper stickers on my car. Um, I never really have. I've never <laughs> I, been a bumper sticker person. Life, one time in my life, I put a political bumper sticker on my car, and it's like because I was actually like campaigning for somebody. Yeah, no, that makes you know, sense. Like, but um, no, otherwise, I don't want to mess my car up. Sorry, like, but when I was working for a, uh, a radio station when I was in college. I had the radio station's bumper sticker on my car, but even then, I just cut the logo for the radio station off of the sticker and just put that on my car instead of the big old. So no one would know thing. what channel to tune into. Well, no, though. it still had like the call letters on it and stuff. I oh. just I didn't like the big old gaudy like this the standard size bumper sticker that's like what a foot or a foot and a half or something long, and then <laughs> however <laughs> however tall it is, four four inches, I guess. Um, I just wanted a little, the little logo, and that's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted it kind of understated. I want to make, I want to just be like flying the colors of the station. But I don't, but I, but I want but it to be I don't understated. Want to be gaudy about it. It's, <laughs> but uh, but it's still a bumper sticker. Yeah, but it's okay. you know, yeah, it's a little, little more. I don't know, minimalist. 
like a minimalist face tattoo. <laughs> it's just a dot somewhere. Um, so this one said, let's, it was like, it said, I could clearly make out let's, and then there was space for another word of some sort. Mm-hmm. It said, let's something or blank for America. So it literally had a blank? I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't get any closer. Without could be like a modular bumper sticker, where like it came with a sheet of a bunch of words, and then like you made your own. And maybe it didn't. <laughs> the thing is, it didn't look like. I thought, well, maybe it was like a lighter color, and it faded over time. But it wasn't. Uh-huh. It wasn't like an old car or even an old bumper sticker. And it, you like, could read was, the other words. I could read all the other words. So this was mm. clearly like if something was there, it was in a different font and one without enough contrast to be read by me. Hmm. For maybe, whatever. Maybe, Maybe it came with a dry erase marker, and then you could, like, whatever you're feeling like today, you know? That's what I'm thinking. But then I started thinking, like, okay, well, what things... for America. Like, what things, right, would we put in this space for America? Like, it could be... And and I'm thinking, like, would it be... like? And then I'm trying to think, are they... Like, maybe it's for something I don't like or for something I do like. And I'm hard... I mean, I'm assuming it's one word. Yeah, right. that would make the most sense. Yeah, because it's like now I'm doing now I'm playing Mad Libs, and for for anybody out there who doesn't know what Mad Libs is, it's this. Uh, yeah, is that oh, an is or not? Maybe we need to do that next week. Um, but it's this thing where you where you have uh, you have a story, usually like it's a silly story, and then there's there's words that are missing from the story, and. Right. Um, you go around the room and you ask people to give you like an adjective or a noun. Yeah, or a verb they have little or parts like of that. speech written next to them so you know which kind of word you're looking for. Right, and then and then so you fill all those in without anybody knowing what the story is, and then you read the story with those words in it, and it's right. funny, it's hilarious. Funny. It is hilarity it's ensues, really funny. right? Um, so I was thinking like, okay, well let's treat this like a Mad Lib because like let's blank for America. It's, yeah, it's gotta and, be verb clearly. But I'm like. First of all, all the bad words come to mind. Like all Absolutely. the words you can't say the first immediately. Ones. The king mother of words comes right. Like that. Absolutely. I'm like well, I mean, and I, I mean, and I support that. that I, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, not just America. I'm on that. Even. That uh, that like all the countries, <laughs> but mostly America. the planet, the world. <laughs> this can bring us all together finally. Let's <laughs> blank for America. Blank for all nations, but mostly America. America. (laughs) You got a minute and a half. (gasps) Not a problem. Not a problem. (laughs) (laughs) What is the um uh when you say when they when in, in name that tune? When the person would say, like they they would, they would say, I can name that tune in three seconds, and the other person would say, I can name that tune in tune in two seconds, and mm-hmm. and then at some point the person said, name that tune. They, they were like, okay, I mm-hmm. challenge you. Go ahead. I feel like that I could win. And <laughs> you win that one, huh? I can win this one, man. I can I blank can for America one. in one and a half seconds. <laughs> let's let's. Maybe fight? Fight would be a Well, see, I'm thinking of all the sort of cliche ones like, like that. Let's, let's fight for America. Let's, let's vote for lunch. America, perhaps. Let's lunch uh, for America. Let's lunch for America. See, now that one. Now we're getting into to more interesting bumper stickers, I think. <laughs> let's, 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 I mean, like, you know, silly let's, words. Uh, you know, educate. Nah. 
Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's probably going to be monosyllabic because dance. It's, it's got to kind of, kind of flow and yeah, dance would yeah. work. Let's dance for Let's America. Dance I can for get America. behind that. Let's yeah. dance for America. We right yeah. bounce. Bounce for America. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's swim, walk, yeah. uh, juggle, run. Could be run. Could be a running run. thing. Let's, let's run, run for, for America. America. But it sounds like you're running for office or something. Yeah, like, like you're running for the office of America. I'm, I'm running for America. And then uh, I was thinking I want to there be would America be like, this year. Then you know how they have those little dolls, those little figurines or something that you can buy that that are. That are they're like little caricatures of different professions. You'll oh see them, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the builder, the doctor, the like right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, then I was thinking, like, what if this is actually if you could use this bumper sticker for a certain profession, but it would be like a play on mm. words, right? So, for example, if you were say, uh, I don't know, a urologist, you might say. <laughs> Let's cough. Let's cough for America. Uh. (laughs) Or if you were, I don't know, a psychiatrist or your psychologist, you could say, let's, I don't know, maybe let's feel for America or let's, like, you come up with all sorts of things. Um, Let's bake for America. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, 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 cob, could you say cobbler? Could you, what's a cobbler? Do they cobble? Let's cobble cobble for America. It's cobble for America. That's the perfect. Do we, do we one. still have cobblers? Do we? Yeah, they're. Just I mean, aside machine, from like robots, and, and the robots, Apple and stuff. But oh, um, oh, I, I, you know, I haven't had a good cobbler in a long time. I haven't either, actually. And we're talking about the pie. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the, not <laughs> the person. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have cobblers for America. <laughs> <laughs> Take that as you will. That's, uh, um, but the <laughs> uh, I, uh, I watch a YouTube channel called Craftsman, and uh, it's an amazing channel with a wonderful person uh, on it. Um, but uh, one of the things he'll do every now and then is that he's from um, like Southern Mississippi, um, and he will every now and then put recipes that his wife cooks. Uh, on his page, huh. and I, I he put up a uh, a dewberry cobbler uh, recipe. <laughs> what? Up. Dewberry is kind of like it's another word for blackberry, um, but it's sort right. of a country word for them, I think. But it is it is blackberry. Though? It is blackberry, yeah, blackberry huh. cobbler. And he says you can swap out peaches for the blackberries. Yeah, he's got a lot that. of like blackberries close to his house, so he goes out and picks them all. And his wife makes. I don't cobbler. mind. I don't mind peaches. I just mm-hmm. don't. I just kind of prefer them as peaches. Really, you don't like them in a cobbler, huh? I, I really do I mean, get a peach cobbler if it's got cobbler. Any and all. Uh, I can't say all fruit. No, I guess fruit pies really need a vanilla ice cream with them. I oh, think. I don't need an ice cream with them. No. See, I do. I tell you the I, one. I think that well, as long as, as, I can, long as that, it's not as that as I can't eat it without it. But well, that 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 sort of nice pastry crust on the top that's got to have mm-hmm. you, know, you, you kind of you can like you can like bang it has to have it has to be sturdy enough to like you have to like kind of break it to get through uh-huh. it i like that in the cobbler but i like it when it has like kind of that um little 
sugary glaze, like, oh, like, yeah, like crystallized yeah, yeah. kind of sugar. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's as long as it has that sweetness. Yeah, as long as it has that sweetness on the top, I don't need the ice cream. Unless possibly rhubarb. See, you I've need never been a rhubarb a little extra guy. sweetness. My well, mom's it with some family ice cream is good. from the Midwest, and they're all about some rhubarb, and I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it needs sweetening. Yeah, it needs sweetening, yeah. for sure. It's bitter. It's real yeah. bitter. Uh, or tartar. I think I like the, I the ice Whichever cream, not just because it lends a a creaminess to it, but it's like, I love the, the juxtaposition of the, the hot cobbler and the cold ice cream. I think that's that's really... Really, uh, I don't know, pleasant. I like that. Did you say pleasant or unpleasant? Pleasant. No, it's really unpleasant. That's pleasant. why I like it. I, I enjoy food well, uh, that I don't judging. enjoy. <laughs> I am a food... I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> a food masochist. I am so sure that that's a <laughs> thing. I'm not even going to look it up I'm to prove myself correct. I'm a masticating Masticating means you're eating. <laughs> That's got to be a thing. It is now, certainly. Hold on. Masticating yeah, masochist. we may have a, a show title for 99. I don't have to do lift balloon. <gasps> Not only is it a thing, I found a print. A print? Masticating masochist art print by Rudy Ouame. 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 Now that guy. And he's always stealing you know him? my stuff. Yeah. It's a he's whole thing. painted... Things that I've Ma- said before. Masochistic mastication, the cooking cop. The Mastica- cooking cop? Masochist art. Masochist, masochist art. Masochist art. Mastication shorts. Don't don't Google oh, no. masochist Chronic- art. Chronic. <laughs> 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 or turn the safe search on at least. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, 10 signs you might be a masochist? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Seems like you only really need one. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but this is weird. There really is this uh, the masticating masochist art print, and you can buy it. It's seventeen dollars. Oh, that seems like away uh, or whatever his last name is is uh, underselling Rudy. Himself a Rudy, yeah, yeah. Well, especially now, I can't zoom in. Why can't I? Well, you may not want just, to. I'm going to take a screenshot and zoom in. Um, what am I looking at here? Oh, no. Don't write on it, Jason. No, no. no don't write on it. Oh, this is oh, this is messed up. Well, oh, you would love this kind of thing. <laughs> this, has got, this, this has got you written all over it. Well, uh, you just did that. Oh, my goodness. There's things. What is that? <laughs> Wow. I'd like to tell you guys, uh, listening to the audio-only podcast version of this, that there's a visual (laughs) element you're missing out on, but there's not. It's just Jason looking at his phone. (laughs) You totally totally have to add this. Well, clearly. I'm going to send you this. I'm going to send the the link now um, to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the I can't video. even begin to describe this. I can't. There's, there's a eyeballs. lot going on. I, I just see in like there's, the thumbnail, and I can tell there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of stuff happening. You know, there, that, is that an intestine? Wow, very Alice in Wonderlandy. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah, describe it. We'll check but it in out. a disturbing way. 
Well, yeah. the actual Alice in Wonderland is rather disturbing. Um, so there you go. So let's uh, let's masticate for America. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just because people bought somebody bought it and made a tapestry out of it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Why? <laughs> people, if you once you see this, you're gonna you're gonna say. Oh my! Because right now you're thinking, how bad could it be? Well, <laughs> take a look, folks. And it's safe for work. Don't worry about that. Well, I guess it's yeah. that we know of. I oh, mean, no, just don't, don't zoom in. There's an, those aren't intestines. Those are lips. <laughs> okay. They're lips. They're lips. They're giant lips. There was a lip okay. at the top, a lip at the bottom. I know this because there's an, there's two eyes and a nose. Do you see at the top? There's two. You're not looking at it, so you can't see it. Yeah, but there's two eyes and a nose yeah. at the top. That's the yeah, giant it's like, mouth. And so all that other stuff that's happening yeah. is happening inside. The ma- yeah. Very sort of mm-hmm. Muppet looking mouth and eyes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or SpongeBob mm. turned into a zombie or something. Yeah. Okay. SpongeBob zombie um, pants. So, yeah, so that, I don't know. There was that. There was that bumper sticker, and that seemed interesting. I, I, I like. I like the idea of, of leaving that blank and letting the person decide what they want to just, do for America. And and but I don't think con- that was their intention. I guess uh, in, in encourage other people to do as well. Let's let's all do this thing for America, whatever it is. I was also thinking about doing this, and I don't know that any. I haven't seen this on the road, so I may be the first. No. What about a bumper sticker that's just a QR code? Okay. <laughs> and then that way you can you get to control oh. from day, day to day like what it goes to. Like it, yeah. Okay. Because it, and it has to only or it has to just be that or maybe something like check this out arrow QR code. Mm-hmm. And then you can have that assigned a, to like a redirect page and you can send that to wherever you want. Wherever Whatever you, want you find go. interesting today. Exactly. You move it to that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. You could do the masticating masochist. You could. You could. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun, actually, to say. Yeah. Like, now, the problem bu- is, is the guy behind you driving trying to scan the QR code is going to crash into somebody. Right. Well, the irony and would be... And you can send it to like the hospital website. I was going to say you could send it to a, a, a site about the importance of not texting while driving or something like that. <laughs> it just goes to a thing that goes, what are you doing? Drive, fool. <laughs> what are you scanning bumper stickers for? Right. Um, how is that not happening? How are people not, how are they not doing that already? I don't know. Right? I, well, I think it's the, I think it's the crashing people thing. I don't think so. People put phone numbers on the back of, cars they put them on yeah but you can like try to remember the phone number and a phone number is a bad idea to put on the back of a car i mean just from a marketing perspective marketing perspective yeah Mm because nobody's going to remember that it's like you don't put them on you shouldn't be putting them on billboards unless they are they spell something out that's easy to remember Mm -hmm. because nobody's going to remember you know 407-385-2257 or whatever i will clearly i did but i mean right they, they won't don't call that number, by the way. <laughs> I don't know where it goes. <laughs> I don't even know and if I it apologize isn't. in advance to whoever yeah. it's called. Yeah, 8675301. Yeah. But, um, 
But uh, 309. Uh, anyway, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, having it go to, to something like knock it off or whatever kind of reminds me of, is it Kentucky Fried Movie or oh. or Hollywood? Well, well, like, George, George Lucas. One that. of the, um, right? no, that was the, the uh, Zuka brothers. Kentucky right? Fried, no, I thought Kentucky Fried Movie was, no, was American Lucas. Graffiti is Lucas. No, before that. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. No, before figure. that. Didn't he do... Hold on. He, I don't think Lucas did Kentucky Fried Movie. No, he did um, He did American Graffiti, but there was something he did before that. There was something well, he, he did, did before. THX 1138. Mm. And he did weird student movies at USC. Maybe it was one of the student movies I'm thinking of. Could be. But uh, the mm-hmm. point being, there's a... Uh, um, a skit in, and I don't even know if it's Kentucky Fried Movie because this kind of predates VCRs and this is a skit about a VCR, but it's a, it's in one of those kind of anthology kind of skit-based movies and it's this guy that opens up a, a box and it has a videotape that says how to use your VCR and he puts, <laughs> he puts it in the VCR and it's just a guy that comes on and goes, good job. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that'd be good that's great i loved it that's fantastic it's like a 10 second skit and it's perfect that's fantastic and kids for for those of you listening a vcr is a video cassette recorder and that's the the way we used to to watch things on demand back in the day yeah you can look it up on strips of magnetic tape that we drug over a <laughs> I'm just waiting metal. for that to, you know, how LPs have come back into vogue. Like people are like, yeah, um, magnetic tape know. is not going to come back. You don't think it's vogue. ever going to come back? Are you no. sure? <laughs> I might. <laughs> it is an awful medium when you have other things available to you. <laughs> it may. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, keep keep plugging away and <laughs> make sure you have high speed dubbing. Uh, and then the, then the tape would get like twisted. You ever had oh, like, man, you, like yeah. and you pull it out and the tape's like stuck in there. You're like, no, and you're like, yeah, and you got to untangle that. Yeah. No, no, no. You could then use your finger to like. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it got wrapped around something that they don't, it I was not. Use your finger. I'm making noise. If you understand video cassette. Oh, yeah. yeah then yeah. you understand that this is not an offensive thing. <laughs> is it an this offensive actually, thing in any other way? I don't know. I'm, going, I'm saying use your finger and I'm twirling it in the air. Like, it can't yeah. seem I mean, there may be some good. culture out there where you're you're doing something extremely offensive, but I think we're Pretty good. I think we're okay. All the time I'm doing something like that. Um, oh, that's true. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, also um, that we had dedicated machines just to rewind tapes. That became such a problem that there were rewinders and I never trusted them. I always thought, and it happened once or twice where it rewound and they rewound fast, snapped and then pop. Yeah. Thing came off of there and then it's, that's it. Cause, ever, cause they, they need to slow down. They need to like, well like VCRs had that, that sensor that could tell when the, when the spool was getting full and then it would slow down if it was sensed, it was getting close to the end of the tape. But, um, but yeah, those things were just, you do the thing and then you stop as soon as there's any kind of resistance and then, you know, some of them get wiped Break. out. Did you ever try to repair a tape like that? Like, like disassemble a VCR tape, a VHS tape? And 
feel like I feel like I must have because but not like not, not 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 cutting it. And it was never like no, no like, like splicing like, or something. No, I mean no, that, no. that doesn't really work. I don't think anyway. But um, but like just to to take apart the tape and then try to maybe like tape the the, the tape like using to the speed of tape. Back mm-hmm. to the other spool so that it might be able to. Uh, no, I never did. The thing no. is, is that when you, if you ever find a tape that you don't care about, <laughs> a VHS tape that, let's say, so you can't play anymore them. because nobody has any VCRs, <laughs> take it apart. You will be shocked at how much junk is in that tape that like as soon as you open it up twang like three springs go shooting across the room and there's all this there's like pieces of metal and stuff in there oh, it's, it's like, like a opening a watch it's like <laughs> and there's no getting it back you cannot put the one of those things back together the stuff that's going on in a vhs tape wow. i don't know how it got together in the first place i don't know it's what held those things thing. in spot while it yeah. was screwing the, the the casing together on there, I, I have no idea how it's a booby how trap that works. It's it, it is. basically it's a, it is. It's yeah. kind of like the the piece of tape that says like if if removed void void warranty or whatever. It's kind of like yeah. that. They know that they punish you for trying to open one of those suckers because it's nuts. And like I could never figure out. And and I'm sure it's you know all of that junk goes into this. But like with a cassette t- like an audio cassette tape. You pull it out, and then you know you gotta you gotta take the the pencil and twirl the the uh, thing back did together you say so you pencil? tighten up. The, yeah, I did. I was like, I, can't, I don't know what what word I was chambering there for a second, <laughs> but it was not pencil, and I had to. Whoops, pencil? No, yeah, that wasn't it. Or no, pen your sill. Yeah, pencil. No. Uh, yeah, that's the pencil. other word of that pencil. Pencil, but pencil. Um, but uh, that's good. <laughs> what voice that was but um yeah but trying to like advance a videotape using your mm-hmm. hand or whatever on the sp- it it was locked in place how did you can't move them you can't move them whatever you do Ooh. when you put it into the vcr it'll stick something i guess into the tape somewhere and disengage wow. the lock on those spools and then allow those them to to you know move freely but like you pull it out and those suckers are locked in place and you can't move them it's weird. I don't know what why they were so weird. complicated. Yeah, because I mean, uh, in theory, don't. in principle, you'd think it'd be the same as an audio cassette. I mean, the head is bigger, and there's more, there's more like, you know, information there, <laughs> so the tape mm-hmm. is wider. But in the end, you're taking the tape and you're pressing it up against the, <laughs> the freaking read write head, and then you're dragging it across there and letting it read. So why is it more? Why is it weirder than a freaking audio cassette? I just don't know. These were things that really baffled me in 1992. Oh. You waited until 92 to open one of these up? Oh, no. Wow. I just kind of accepted it before then. It was, I was beginning to question authority in 1992, I guess. <laughs> I went to a Catholic high school. I was a bit late bloomer when it came to that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. At the, you know, at some risk, I would like to talk about something different. <laughs> but of a similar era, actually. Of the 90s? Oh, yes. Well, yes. And this Your is, other this is, pin. This, is, this, this happened moments after the bumper sticker mm-hmm. thing. Um, this song came on. My, my playlist. 
and I haven't heard this in forever. This this is to your point of how some, yeah. and this wasn't a Spotify playlist. This was actually my Apple playlist. But still, I hadn't heard this song in forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's "Rhythm of the Night" by DeBarge. DeBarge. And, and people would call him El DeBarge. And is that right? Because uh, I only dude, remember I DeBarge. No I think idea. I think that's a Mandela effect it's thing. Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar. Like that's <laughs> Jabbar. Jabbar. That's different. <laughs> Jabuti. Uh, that would be pretty awesome to get Kareem Abdul Jabbar to sing DeBarge songs and just to have it. I do see references to El Jabbar. El, maybe El was his first is it name. L? Is it is it and is it an L or is it E L? E L. El like de Barge. De Barge. The of Barge. That doesn't make I sense. Mean, <laughs> so so, a few things here. Number one, it's a fantastic song. So it's if a anyone's great listening song. and you don't know the Barge Rhythm of the Night, if you don't think you you do know, if you uh, it, if it you, will make you happy. It's a very it, happy right? song. So I thought I'm listening. I'm like, and I'm thinking. You can't be in a bad mood when you're listening to you this. You cannot, no. And and then I thought, wow. I think there were a lot of songs like this song during this period of time. And I don't know when it was I don't know when it actually was out. Uh what year was that? Do you know? You know what that was? I was don't. That 80 Oh man, eighty five. It was released in eighty five. That's a little earlier than I was expecting. But but when okay. was when were songs like "Dancing on the Ceiling," uh, uh, you know, uh, the Lionel Richie? Yeah, wasn't it right? Um, Gloria Stefan. When was uh, the Conga, which is which is part of the, the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy attraction now? When was that out? And the old uh, Tiki Room. Um, yeah, that that was that seems like that was earlier. Was it wrong? significantly earlier, or was it? No. I, I am so bad at at, at 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 knowing what year things happened in. Um, um, I tell you, another one is uh, "Break My Stride." That's another one that's oh, kind of heavy. Oh yeah, to break my stride. Stride. Nothing to hold, hold me down. down. Oh no, oh, got to I got keep to on get moving. The... Oh, yeah, I always thought it was fun. a fun thing. But it and I, be, you know I mean, what? You know what I think of when I hear that song what's immediately? That? What? Laser tag. Oh wow! I can see that. Yeah. Uh, so Gloria Stefan's no Gloria Stefan Conga was eighty five. Eighty five, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, what was that one? So uh, mid eighties. Uh, ain't ain't 80s. no one gonna ain't nothing gonna break, break, my, break stride. my stride. I think is the name of it. Matthew Sweet. No, who, who, who seems like a Matthew saying that? Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Uh, Matthew Wilder. Wilder, thank you. Yes. Um, and that was 83, actually. So that, that was before Ooh. Conga and uh, Rhythm of the Night and uh But you had a, had a little ceiling. period of time there, about three, four years, that all these yeah. super happy songs came Feel out. Feel good, dance, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is probably even when Billy Joel did Uptown Girl. Could be. And then also, um, you know, it, it, we did Dance on the Ceiling. How about Dancing in the Street? When, is, when oh, was that? Oh, Dance in the Street. Oh, I'm looking it. I'm looking it. Hold on. Uh, and if I may, or, neutron dance. No, this is not. This is the early. No, not not. <sighs> Maybe it wasn't Dancing in the Street, because Dancing in the Street is a song by Martha and the Vandellas yeah. from 1965. 
Um, but there was a, it seems like there was a remake or somebody did a cover or something like that Uh, in the eighties. Yeah, but like there's, but also there was that whole breakdance phase in this period yeah, of time. True. Yeah, we talked. We talked about that, right? The, the breakdance thing. I think we've the radio show. About the, I don't know a the radio con- show. Like, okay. So, so somewhere in this period of time, when I was like, like the rest of the world, really interested in breakdancing. Absolutely. But look at me. Could not do a thing. <laughs> I can do the moonwalk. Yeah, I can on do, the I right can kind of. Fl- That's it. Right. Yeah, with the right kind That's of shoes it. too. Not, not too much traction because then you're screwed. Right. Or socks is fine. Um, Ooh, now socks on linoleum. I moonwalk the hell out of that. And then you zap people, touch them, and zap. Um, so uh, ozone. Uh, there's on the radio. I don't know. Probably probably B one hundred four. B one hundred four. They were talking about some. Breakdance event that was going to be happening. An event. I don't know, like downtown Baltimore, somewhere. I forget where it was, whatever. And um, I was talking about it Saturday at like 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I don't know, whatever it was. And at the end of it, he said, like, for more information, call us at, you know, 555B104, whatever, whatever yeah. it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to the music. Well, I pick up the phone. Oh, right. And have I told you this? And I, and I call them. You have. Now I, I remember have told this. this right? Yes. I call them, and then and they, they just say, oh, that, that, "That's that's it. It's like this events at this right. place at this time. Like it was a right." But I can't remember what the move. There were two movies. There was break, break, like break. There was breaking, break, breaking, and break dance. Right. Well, it was Beat Street. Oh, Beat Street. Yeah. But what and was I think the there was one called like one of Break Dancing or something like both that. Both of those I, movies had a popular song accompanying them, didn't they? Oh, now you got of, me. Was um, it one of these? I don't. I don't know. I know that. Uh, I know that Herbie Hancock's Rocket was very prominent among break dancers because it was a um, it was very mechanical and and sort of electronic sounding even though Herbie Hancock is an, is an amazing like sort of jazz guy um uh let's see song <gasps> oh wait 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 there's um so I found the break in soundtrack break in there's no stopping us is that the one that said there's no stopping us. There's no stopping. Is that that one? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I'm not recognizing any of these. Um, okay. There's Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. Oh, is that it? Ain't Nobody, Nobody. Is that that song? Uh, again, I Make me happy. no idea. You don't know that song? Well, you know I, I don't song. know that this is that song, is my point. All right, all right hold on. This is going to happen. Uh, hey, Siri. Play Breakin', There's No Stopping Us. I'm trying to turn it up. Okay. Okay, so far, not ringing any bells here. No, it is me. Does it get better? 
Well, it's I, I remember that that sort of electronic-y sounding. Oh, it is this song. There's no stop. There's no stopping us. There's no stop. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. what this is. Okay. Right? I remember that. That's, I just can't kind of confirm. So. <laughs> yeah. That's this song. Yeah, that's this song. Well, cool. Um, I I looked up the Beat Street soundtrack, 1984, um, and... I don't see anything that is oh, familiar really? on this. <laughs> the Beat Street oh. Breakdown by Melly Mel. And it looks like Grandmaster, is that Grandmaster Flash or is that somebody else like Grandmaster Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. It stops at Grandmaster and then has a dot, dot, dot. Uh, um, so this is, you said this is Beat Street? Yeah. And what year was that? Was 84. 84 also? It was, yeah. They were both 84. Yeah, because yeah, it did that thing. Just like Top Gun, Iron Eagle. We talk, like, that's yeah, good. yeah, and all yeah. the natural disaster movies that come out in like a three-pack. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like jewelry stores across from each other. Auto dealerships across from each other. RV dealerships. Flower shop. Everywhere. <laughs> um, but we got a lot of weird, like, clearly done for this movie. Um, like, Breaker's Revenge by Arthur <laughs> Baker. Maybe you're seeing they're seeing the theatrical soundtrack or something. It's the score. It's the, the Hans Zimmer score. score for Beat Street. <laughs> Dude, he's in, first of all, he's the national treasure. And he is a national two, treasure. He 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 also has done a lot of things that you'd be you're like really? right. Yeah, Hans his Zimmer? early career really? is very like, like if you look at John Williams's early career, you'll find some very interesting, bizarre movies that he did the score for in like the fifties, <laughs> like weird beatnik movies and stuff. They're probably great. Um, one of them was actually on uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. They were like, whoa, John Williams. But um, yeah, Battle Cry by Rocker's Revenge uh, baptized the beat. However, one oh. would try to do that um, <laughs> by breakdance music giant Very The System. Carefully. Son of Beat Street by Jazzy J. Um, oh. And Wappen. Parentheses, <laughs> Bubblehead, uh, by Ralph Roll, or perhaps Rolly. What's R-O-L-L-E. Into the Night? I feel like Into the Night is something. It doesn't by have Lala. a little... Uh, a uh, little we're going to listen to thing. La La. Hmm. Sounds like something you could breakdance to. Yeah. I like this. This is like this Weirdly is like Earth Wind and familiar. Fire. Earth Wind and Fire meets if Earth Wind and Fire got together with with Frank Stallone, <laughs> and, we're, and we're making we're making the score for the next Rocky movie. This is what it would sound like. Earth Wind and Frank Stallone. <laughs> The super group. The you know traveling right. wheelberries of 1984. You know I'm right. <laughs> uh, streets of Philadelphia. I can hear it now. And 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 um, Beat Streets of Philadelphia. Breaking the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> and, I must break in you. Um I just, I just watched Rocky Four the other day. Michelle put it on. I don't know what really? I was doing. What was I doing? I was doing some work, but it was kind of like past. It was like I was just I was having to do stuff. 
I was, it was like answering emails and stuff. And so she just put something on. Oh, it was on Father's Day. I think she was feeling like, yes, I was working on Father's Day. And, 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 Needing some and testosterone she, or something. I think she was thinking like, oh, she went, like she just wanted something on TV. But she realized like, oh, it's Father's Day. <laughs> so I probably should put Rocky on. <laughs> That follows. I can follow that. And it was Rocky Four, which is great. Great, Rocky. yeah. Um, really, all of all four all Rockies are very four. good. Yeah, and then Cliff. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but but uh, I learned interesting things. Like, well, not learn. I remembered. Did you know that the 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 scenes where he's training in Russia? Yeah. Also, at that point, the USSR. Mm-hmm. Um, Union of Soviet Socialist the, Republics. Exactly. You, you, it was um, It was actually filmed in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And those are the Grand Pretty Tetons the you see in the as, back. as Russia. Yeah. <laughs> but not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and um, I want to know where Drago was, was training. That was a cool looking place. I would like to Oh, I'm sure there. that's some... I you could probably... Yeah, you can find that out. Yeah, but it's some big gym. Yeah, yeah, probably it's so. Like we just right. run around the room and. Uh, anyway, but they had all uh, kinds of technology and stuff in there. That was cool. They did. They were showing and like, oh, he's, he's, he's like using technology, and Rocky's yeah. pulling old sleds. school. He's lifting like <laughs> completely inferior training regimen. <laughs> he's just like, kind of throwing rocks. <laughs> And, I mean, there's no way that the, that Drago doesn't win that fight handily. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> because the kind of thing that let Rocky win that fight is not something you can train for. He wins because he can take a massive beating, which is the whole reason right, he goes the full distance with Apollo in the, the first movie. And exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. And so, eh, like you and, might and as well put the cart down. The to stay in it. Yeah, well, it made for good. It, we got sure. two really good montages out of that movie. Seems like there were more than two, but yeah. Well, no, like there were definitely more than two. Two yeah. training montages. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Two tra- yeah, because I think actually, Rocky Four is like a good 40% montage. Because you, you don't get a montage. You don't get a training montage with Apollo, right? I mean, that's the whole point. He doesn't really... Train. Yeah, I don't I mean, think that you see him train much. He does uh, not, the wait. He does. He does like the celebrity training thing, right? In the beginning, right. I feel like, or maybe I'm mixing that up with Rocky Three. Well, I, anyway. Rocky Three, Rocky yeah, does doing that. that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he fights Thunderlips, <laughs> brilliantly by Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it was basically it's just him. Like that's who Hulk Hogan is. He's yeah. Lips. Oh yeah. He was Thunderlips in Thunder. What was the show? The movie, the show that they filmed, oh. the Grand Floridian, the um, Thunder oh, uh, Thunder Bay Thunder, or was it thund- something Thunder? Thund- I can't remember if it's Thunder something or something Thunder. I can't Bay remember if thunder. it's an adjective or a verb or a uh, noun. Yeah. <laughs> thunder, something like that. But, but yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's that. fun to watch. Um, yeah, he's just that's who he is. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you get the oh, you get the you get the. There's no easy way out, which is Frank Stallone, 
Um, mm. And it's his little driving montage. Yeah, he's, it's he's the, driving the, around the after Dark Knight of the dies. Soul montage. Yeah. Yes, and that's Frank Stallone. And did you know? Did you know that uh, Frank Stallone also was the primary contributor to Staying Alive, the movie? Not Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. The very bizarre sequel. Staying Alive, (laughs) um, which was, I think, directed, if not produced, also by Sylvester Stallone. I don't guess I knew that those two had a lot to do with staying alive. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that, now that I know. And I think that that was actually an early Bob Iger wow, okay. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that was when his, he was like in the suit. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, weird, not talk weird about that. movie. If I remember, correctly. I could be completely wrong on all these points at this at this stage, but I I think I'm right. And Look it up. While you're looking it up, look up... The uh, first movie of John Malkovich. It's making stuff being, up now. Being Staying John alive. Malkovich? No. Oh. No, the actual that was dude, a good movie, John Malkovich. That uh, was a neat movie. Yeah. I still enjoy that Malkovich. movie. It's bizarre, but that's what I like about it. John Cusack and... Uh, I'm trying and, to go uh, back. Cameron Diaz, I believe. Is it Cameron Diaz? Being John Malkovich? Yeah. It's John Cusack and... Uh, no. Oh, no. Not Joan Cusack. No. Um, um, somebody conventionally, like, beautiful, but did the crazy I wasn't everything. in the movie. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look it up. All right. Oh, who did you say first? You Cameron Diaz, I thought. Yeah, it was Cameron Diaz. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're right. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. You get a fish. And uh, what's his name? Uh, John Malkovich was in that, too. Imagine that. As himself and many other people that were him. So I, you have to go, if, for those of you who don't know Rhythm of the Night, you need to look it up. Definitely do. Um, That's a great, Because it's great a song. great song. And, and, and then I was looking at the words, and I thought, you know, this isn't such a good tune. It's a good message, too. Yes. Feel the like beat. Like when it feels like the whole world is on your shoulders and all the madness has got you going crazy. Yeah. It's time to get out. Step out into the street. Yeah. That's where all the action is, right there at your feet. Mm-hmm. It's great. Make sure that there's no traffic. But yeah. You shouldn't. You should, actually. Yeah, make sure there's I mean, no there's traffic, still action technically at your feet because well, <laughs> a lot of action involved in stepping the beat into of the traffic. Rhythm, but to the beat of the rhythm of the night, forget about the worries on your mind. Dance until yeah. the morning light. Uh, you can leave them behind to be the rhythm mm-hmm. of the night. I mean, it's great. It's it's yeah, it's absolutely a wonderful song. Yeah, let's get out there. Too bad the that uh, that DeBarge kid didn't didn't go further. Was that pretty much it? I believe it is. Yeah, more or less. Mm. Seems like there was one other one, maybe a slower sort of love song type thing, but I don't That's remember sad. that. Uh, DeBarge. It's sad, isn't it? And, that, and that's one of those kind of. Uh, fun things when you have a band like this because i'm guessing is the is the person mark debarge james debarge l debarge Hmm? bunny debarge and randy debarge okay these they were all debarges (laughs) now that i did not know (laughs) i thought it was one guy they're all large boats they are (laughs) from chicago and steam debarge um the bears 
DeBarges. DeBarge. And they were known as the DeBarges and the DeBarge family at one point. So that's why DeBarge and El DeBarge seem like two different things. Um, But the point is, they were a massive family band, which is still blowing me away. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different DeBarges were part of DeBarge at one time or another. Oh, Tommy DeBarge died when he was 21. Yeah, that is a shame. And he's not listed here. So that would be eight. So these are only uh, people who were active up until, I guess, that fateful day in 1989. Because <laughs> everybody everybody was involved up until 1989. Um, they have, strangely enough, uh, five albums. There's a whole article for the DeBarge discography. Dude, this is amazing. How have the DeBarges not played Epcot? I don't know. And I'm looking at, uh, okay, so so we have our, our, so if we say, I mean, I feel like the DeBarge mm-hmm. entered into our collective consciousness with Rhythm of the Night. So if we look mm-hmm. at that same year, there are apparently three other songs that charted in the United States that year. Rhythm of the Night reached number one. A okay. song called who's holding donna now come on got to number two on the r&b charts six on the u.s charts in general no and i have no memory of that song whatsoever <laughs> hold on we're you're about to get one because <laughs> who okay hold on a second who's this holding my donna now who's holding donna now god the search results i'm going to get moving forward after this one yeah, the barge, same album. Yeah. I play for you now. Who's holding Donna now? Going uh, out to you, lovers, in search of Donna, aren't we all? <laughs> Tonight we have a request from Braden. Oh, I know this song. Oh yeah. Okay, I guess I just yeah. didn't know that was called "Who's Holding Donna but what's Now." The, but what's the what's the chorus? I'm, I'm dying, assuming like, it has something to do. We're going to keep Donna. talking through this because it can't. We don't want to get like yeah, any kind of weird thing, like yeah. YouTube thing or whatever. But yeah. we're going to keep talking through this until we get to the main. Well, I'm certainly going chunk to dispute it because the barge needs to be thanking me for right. putting this up. On they get a notice by Owl here. Oh yeah, this is the tune. Okay, yeah. I had no idea those were the words. Yeah, me neither. I had no idea that it was about Donna. I ser- I don't know that I ever even thought about the words in, at all. I was Donna. just kind of like this is that song. I never I never thought it was Donna. No, yeah, me neither. Okay, so okay, okay, what else? What else? What else? What else is on that um Well, um, oh, I'm looking at the album. I'm looking at the album. You now. wear it well. Um reached it's number 7 on the, on the R&B chart but 46 on the main chart on the top mm-hmm. 40. Um, and the heart is not so smart. Um, uh-huh. Good didn't rhyme. really do much, although it apparently hit number seventeen in the U.S. Adult Contemporary really? uh, chart. Which what does that mean? Oh, I who's, like. Who's holding down? They could with, play this. They could play this at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Hit number one at eight on the Couldn't AC. They? But, um, this is like Caribbean Beach Resort music. They're kind of there was a kind of a Caribbean feel to Rhythm I like of the Night this. too a yeah, little bit. Nice. Yeah. 
Now, two years before, in 1983, Time Will Reveal was number one on the R&B chart, 18 on the top 40, and 12 on the adult contemporary chart. That's not on this album, though. But no, that was two albums before that would be on in a special way, apparently. Oh, there's there's the DeBarge, The Ultimate Collection. See, that's the kind of thing that I, like it's like when a when a band like this plays Epcot or when there is the you know collected debarge what yeah. is going to be on there? What are they going to be playing? Well, you play I'm the, the, you, gonna, the one song First of all, they, time will reveal is going to be on there. A is dream is going to be on there. Well, that's that's kind of funky. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that. Using all the good keys. <laughs> all the good notes here. Those little little black ones in between the white ones. Those are good keys. Uh, uh, and then and then there's Dance All Night. Yeah, from '87. Good look Apparently, at that. <laughs> it hit number 55 in the Netherlands. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It was 33 on the R&B chart, 55 in the Netherlands. The only, <laughs> like, Rhythm of the Night was all over everywhere, all over the world. Um, number one, Canadian adult contemporary. Number three, Canadian top 40. Four yeah. in the Netherlands. Three in New Zealand. Four in the UK. 19 in Germany. They weren't as into the Rhythm of the Night in Deutschland. East or West Germany? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> West, but... <laughs> I think the Never DDR know. was not dancing to the rhythm of the night back then. <laughs> to the beat of the rhythm of the wall. <laughs> Will you show your papers, please? We try to forget that it's so tall. <laughs> and get down on your knees. But uh, <laughs> Eastern Block uh, R&B, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only You'll only find it here. Yeah. Except it doesn't stand for rhythm and blues. No. <laughs> it would be rubles and Barishnikovs. <laughs> Reich and... Uh, no, no, they were gone. Nazis were gone by then. Oh, yeah, keep telling yourself that. But <laughs> <laughs> I have... So I have the finale of Man in the High Castle to watch. That's like, I'm Uh-oh. down... Like, I actually saved it last night. Michelle I need and I were to like, know what your thoughts like, are when you. We're get like, done. okay, we got to stop right here. Stop. We got. We have tomorrow. We'll wait tomorrow night. We'll watch the finale. Like that'll be it. It's okay. uh, yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's it. It's an interesting. One episode, baby. It's an interesting one. This time tomorrow, I'll be able to talk about it. Awesome. Awesome. I need to know. Yeah. You know what okay. you think. Um. It's yeah. it's it's interesting. It was. It's been fun, actually. I, I'm it's glad it's I hung not bad. in there. It's the first it's, season is yeah. definitely better than the second, but uh. yes. But the first season, you barely have to get through the hump. Like, there's a section of the first season where I was ready to. Get, I felt like I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Really, we got to go here now. I don't know. And then second season happens. And 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 it feels like they're just recycling. Like they're not, we're not really we're just like chasing our tail a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But it's but it it is moving the character. To, I mean, it's 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 That's in its totality. It was like now now that I know where they were going, there was a really good character development strategy mm-hmm. with all of that, right? 
I felt like that was that was really good. And then season three happens, and you're kind of like, really? And then, uh, I guess I forgot uh, that there were three. How many seasons? There were there? four. There's four, four seasons. Okay, yeah. I guess I'm thinking the, the first half and the second half. Third I, season's transitional, really. Yeah. And fourth season, you're like, this is basically. Now, fourth season is essentially, I feel like it's um, a, like return to Gilligan's Island kind of thing. Yeah, and, now, and it's, there's a lot yeah. more of the sort of, it's almost like like Stargate. <laughs> like, it's it's a mm-hmm. weird science fiction movie now at that point. I mean, it's all science fiction up to this point anyway, but it's like you didn't a know, lot more conventional and, because now mm-hmm. we're talking about things that are mm-hmm. in other science mm-hmm. fiction stories and not... Mm-hmm this and it's weird yeah I, I, I think this is a is a as we see so many times this, it was a show that didn't have itself planned out like, but isn't it, it didn't based know on where a book? it was going yeah I thought it was and based I, on a book so what, I don't what know happens that in the book I, I really don't know and if it's this I'm gonna I would be surprised was it, it one of those or, it has I was thinking well, maybe it was one of those book. things with um, like uh, maybe it was one of those uh, those um Game of Thrones situations where, they, like, the guy writing the books just he yeah, got outpaced that, by the show, and yeah, it could be and they just had to make something up. Yeah, it could be, and uh, maybe they brought maybe they brought in uh, your buddy J.J. Abrams or something, and or Benioff and Weiss from uh, freaking Game of Thrones can't start anything. I mean, he can't oh. stop anything. He doesn't know uh, how to end anything. Yeah. And, and Abrams has said as much. He's like, I, I'm I'm terrible at like, well, he literally said, something down. I guess we should have had a plan for the new trilogy. <laughs> Yeah, JJ, I think you maybe should have. <laughs> it's not so, his I mean, fault, though. I mean, somebody just went to him and, and said, hey, I need you to write the first movie. At that point, it's kind of squarely on your shoulders to set the... Like, and he should have. You'd think he would have written a movie that wasn't already written. <laughs> as episode four, A New Hope. A later hope. <laughs> this is but yet, yet, yet another hope. hope. <laughs> more, just when you thought you couldn't get enough hope, here we go hoping again. Is turns out it, it floats. <laughs> um, okay, that is the third Death Star, and it's huge. It's got the trees t- on it and stuff. <laughs> is that stubble? No, they're full blown evergreen. <laughs> it's so big. It's got glaciers and stuff, and you can walk but around on it. But it's hot. No, but um, man, like, the even the castle. even the movie makes fun of the fact that they're doing this crap again. Lon Solo says, "Is there a weakness? There's, these things always have a weakness." It's like that doesn't make it okay. Just because you're calling it out. Doesn't make it cool and fine, and we'll let you slide. It's we're still blowing up Death Stars. That's all we do after after a certain point in the Star Wars canon. It's nothing but Death Stars. They got good at it. It's though. Death Stars all the way down. They got really good at it. <laughs> they did. I mean, you know, suddenly there's a whole bunch of Star Destroyers, and they're all Death Stars. Um, so anyway, let's not Man get in the High Castle right. was a book, a novel from 1962. By Philip K. Dick. Yes, of course it was Dick. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> you think you're serious about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, Philip K. Dick also did um, 
uh, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, which got turned into Blade Runner. And, oh, really? And We Will Remember It For You Wholesale, which got turned into Total Recall. <gasps> so, yeah, well, this he's, is actually he's all about Man like sort Castle. of the, the whoo, you know, like mind mind craziness uh type stuff and oh. and alternate things and whatnot but then it says okay excellent, so depicts, excellent the politi- depicts the political intrigues between imperial japan and nazi germany as they rule the partition united states the grasshopper lies heavy mm-hmm. is a novel within the novel it's a novel which is an alternative history of the war in which the allies defeat the axis yeah, so it's Dude, yeah, it's so, not a it's not a movie from an alternate universe. It's just this guy, I guess. Yeah, it's, I seem to remember reading about that back when I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on in this stinking show. Um, and it's 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 basically the man in the high castle in the universe of the man in the high castle. That's so weird. All right, I'm but not going to read any synopsis like until I alternate until universes I actually... play a role in that in that book. I don't know that they do. I think it's just an alternative history. It and says that's after what I was, num- or does it? After a number of attempts to adapt the book to screen, in 2014, Amazon's film production unit began filming the pilot episode of the Man in the High Castle, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, it was the Amazon's most watched pilot ever, at least at that time. I remember it on, being marketed very heavily yeah um yeah so so this is and apparently there's supposed to be a sequel and i'm, I'm gonna wait to read this until i actually see the finale because i don't want i don't want to yeah, yeah spoil yeah, well, anything but because yeah. um, now i, I kind of i'm kind of hoping that it's different because now i want to read the book yeah i i've been meaning to read the book um for a while now that now that you've reminded me it's a philip k, philip k. dick novel um mm-hmm. uh yeah i've been i remember wanting to put excuse me put that on my list to read but, uh, and you everyone should read books by phil dick they should they absolutely should unironically mm-hmm. as hilarious as his name may be his best name but blade runner yeah and uh let me see if the, uh, total recall is a great movie i don't can't imagine as a i guess as a book blade runner i can imagine like i've never read blade runner either so but Blade, Run- Blade Runner as a book, I can imagine, would be amazing. To recall, I'm having trouble he also thinking did that would be a Scanner book. Darkly, which was turned into an interesting movie with Keanu Reeves in it. Minority it was Report. Ma- the was Matrix? A, was a, no, it, it's actually called A Scanner Darkly, and it's completely oh. rotoscoped animated. It's very weird. Oh. Very bizarre. Okay. He also did Minority Report. <gasps> oh, that's one of my favorite movies. There you I go. love Minority Report. Um, yeah, else? I love that. Uh, if you guys, if someone, if you're listening and you haven't seen Minority Report, you need to go out and do that immediately because it's really good, especially if you like Tom Cruise. You should do that. It's very good. And uh, then, I'm trying to see if there's some, maybe some short stories that also got turned into movies. Just when you thought we had learned all the things from the internet, we have, we, we're still looking, we're still yeah, learning. Still checking we, them out. We always, there's always things to learn. As it turns out, as it turns out, oh yeah, you there's can a always whole learn bunch something. of stuff here. Um, On the internet? Yes, yes, I, I'm seeing at least three, four good pages of information. <laughs> Yeah, um, let's see, Screamers was based on a short story. I don't remember that movie. 
Minority Report, Imposter, Paycheck, directed by John Woo. It was a short oh, story Woo. of the same name. Scanner Darkly, Radio Free, Albermuth. Remember that one? Yeah, you just make it work. The Adjustment up. Bureau. I remember that. Um, short story adjustment team. He wrote all this? Mm hmm. Prolific. And then Total Recall Remake in 2012. And of course, Blade mm-hmm. Runner 2049. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff. And um, like a lot of things are like heavily influenced by Philip K. Dick, like Terminator. Um, he has a. Mm-hmm. A short story called Second Variety mm. that apparently has a lot of of uh, stuff that the Terminator uh, pulled from. Oh, all kinds of stuff. This dude is 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 uh, um, still alive? Uh, Probably not. Let me go back. Nope, he died in eighty two. Yeah, that's a shame. He was born in twenty eight, died in eighty two. He was young. Wow. Yeah. 53. Good lord, man. You got like two months. <laughs> it's just complete silence. Um, now we're both reading the internet. <laughs> it's like 53, 53. Yeah, he was young. How did he die? I'm sure he got sucked into a wormhole or something. You know, an alternate version of himself showed up and killed him or something. This guy doesn't get a, a regular death. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no, he actually. I mean, it's tra- in February 1982, after completing an interview, Dick contacted his therapist, complaining of failing eyesight, and was advised to go to a hospital immediately. But he didn't. Yeah. Well, why would you call your therapist? To I feel like that if, that well, it's very. Sad about the eyesight thing, I guess, maybe. Yeah. yeah so, cl- so the following day, he was found unconscious on the floor of his Santa Ana, California home, having suffered a stroke. Oh. And then he yeah. suffered another stroke in the hospital, which led to brain death. And then, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah. So that's sad. Very brilliant brain, but it ended up blowing up and killing him. Wow. Which is a shame. Yeah, folks, don't mess with that. You're, don't you know, mess with your yeah. brain, man. No good. <laughs> and he was married like five times. Well, that, that also kind of doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he married Jeanette in 48 and they divorced in 48. He married... <laughs> That's a story. <laughs> you married Cleo. She showed up in, in some some stories too. I guarantee that. <laughs> oh yeah, you married more Cleo. than one character was based on her. Who apparently was a good Greek gal, Cleo Apostolides, um, in nineteen fifty and divorced in fifty nine. He married Anne Williams Rubinstein in nineteen fifty nine and they divorced in sixty five. Wow. Nancy Hackett in sixty six and that lasted until seventy two. Mm. And then Leslie Tessa. And quotes, Busby, good mafia character yeah. there. Um, <laughs> married in seventy three, divorced in seventy seven, and, and like, and then he stopped after that. <laughs> then he knocked it off. It's like obviously this I, isn't my thing, <laughs> right? At some point, you got to say maybe it's not maybe, everybody. Maybe else. it's me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe quite possibly. Let's see the common factor in all of these relationships. Mm-hmm. 
It's me, isn't it? It's me. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's a problem. Oh, yeah, he's got drug abuse and mystical experiences and all sorts. Of, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. well, I mean. He definitely opened a. A butt ton of like crazy awesome science fiction books does come with a price. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, so I need to, I need to, I need to go back and read. I think I might, I might read that movie. That movie. I may read you might that. Read the movie. Shut up. I'll read the screenplay. That's what I'm. You know what? I'm gonna start reading nothing but screenplays moving forward. Because that's not annoying that, at all. We've been watching The Offer, which is a a. Oh yeah, I've been I've been wondering about, about the that. Is it good? Uh, about the making of uh, the Godfather. Godfather, and it's been really yeah. good. It's is a good. Certainly, I, liberties are taken, of course, but oh, um, sure. But uh, the whole like how how it got made, like the mafia aspect of it, is 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 that know, Scorsese it's, or it's Coppola? Coppola, Coppola, um, okay. and uh, uh, and Dan Fogler plays uh, Coppola, and he Coppola. nails it. I yeah. mean, he is so good. Everybody is cast really well. I don't even know the name of the guy playing Robert Evans, but he's doing a kick-ass job too. I'll have but, to check uh, it out. Maybe yeah, that'll be the next. Really thing. good, really, really good. It, it's on what? Paramount Plus. Okay, because of course it is. <laughs> I know, and I know I subscribed to it because Paramount. I just saw that. I just saw that come through on my uh, on my email, like the billing. I think I do it through Apple. Mm. Poor Henry, he comes to me multiple times a week. Typically, when I'm just not in the, I just this is not the time, Henry. Like eleven o'clock, I'm getting ready to go to bed, Henry. This is not the time, Henry. No, Henry. Um, and I'll, he'll say the dad, I, he's trying to log into something. It's, it's like HBO, or so he's trying to log into HBO, whatever HBO is, HBO Go, HBO, HBO Max, Max, HBO Max, whatever. Anyway, um, I don't know why they didn't go with HBO Plus. That's what everybody else is doing. <laughs> The problem is because they did it first. The problem is that um, they they it's. I think I subscribe to it now through Apple, mm-hmm. so it's kind of baked into the Apple TV. So if I'm if mm-hmm. I'm accessing it on my device or Apple TV, then it just works. Right. Yeah. He's trying to do it on his computer. Okay. And I told him just just use his Apple. He has an Apple TV in his room. It's not hooked up to his TV anymore. I'm like, dude, just plug it in. Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. And so I'm like, I so it's going to be an ordeal, Mark. It's going to mm-hmm. Mark. It's going to be an ordeal. And he it's going does to be it like, at eleven, <laughs> right? I just know, and it's going to be frustrating, and I'm going to be angry because I can't get it to work the way it's just supposed mm-hmm. to work, and I have to figure. And so, yeah, so I feel bad, but I think I'm wondering. I'm going to go through the th- same thing with Paramount, but maybe not because if it's on the Apple TV, I should be okay. Yeah, I was getting like, I was like, foreseeing my anger at the whole login situation happening. It's almost become a, uh, a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point. Yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe hey, I'll record it. While you're on uh, on Paramount Plus, check out the new Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, it's you a, love that. I, it's a good show. It's a good show. I did not like Picard. I do not mind telling you. Is it Picard was over? Terrible. Yes. I mean, I there's going to be a season three, but oh, it's over for yes. you. It's over. <laughs> it's 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 so over. It's it is so it was the worst written thing no? I've ever seen. And I absolutely adore Patrick Stewart. I would give mm-hmm. so much money just to do a scene with that guy. And this was awful. This was terrible. 
absolutely ridiculous. And so I should watch season two. Yes, yes, you should. <laughs> just for comedy, really? Comic no, really? Just because I want you to experience <laughs> it. You know, I bought. Okay, do, have I told you what the worst movie ever made is? This isn't my opinion. This is fact. I can prove it on an etch sketch. Battlefield Earth is the worst movie that has ever been made by humans. I don't think I ever watched it. Good. But I owned a copy of it because Why? when some because when somebody would say that exact thing, I don't think I've ever seen that. I would say, come here. We're going to watch it. No, you wouldn't. I was like the weird anti-evangelist. What, yeah, what is that? Why would you do that? Because I want other people to understand just how bad this freaking movie is. I want them to hate it as much as I do. It is one of the only movies that I have actually been angry that it was so bad. <laughs> I don't understand that. A friend of mine from college still tells a story about when we went to Dragon Con the year that it came out. And somebody was there doing like research, like public. I guess they were walking around doing a survey of con goers like ourselves. And he asked me what like he was there to do research on Battlefield, like get some kind of a poll on Battlefield okay. Earth, like a, a response, I guess, poll. He said, did you see Battlefield Earth? I said, oh, yes, I did see the Battlefield Earth, yes. And he said, what did you think about it? Was it great? And I don't even remember this, but he t he tells the story that uh, like about the five other people that I was with stood there for about 15 minutes and watched me tell this dude in no uncertain terms just <laughs> how bad that movie freaking was. And I don't even remember it happening, but he still tells that story, apparently. So that's how bad it was. I was willing to tell a perfect stranger at length just how much of a okay. movie that was. Now, Patrick, you're closing with Patrick. Well, it's it's Patrick level bad. <laughs> It's so bad. It's the it's it's oh, yeah. insulting. It's so bad. Have it's nice insulting. Flight. It's let's see here. Because you, you look at stuff like This Island Earth and and you know all of those crazy movies that are like B and C movies that are bad. Okay, great, but there weren't going to be anything other than that. This was yeah, this had fair. all of the force of a major studio behind it, and it had A-list celebrities, including wackos like John Travolta. And Travolta was in it. Travolta was it. This is what? It was, it's by his Lord and Savior L. Ron Hubbard. It's, Come on, it's it's it, this, this was all wait, Travolta. What? Travolta made this move. Travolta like forced this movie to be made because it was an L. Ron Hubbard book. Really? And it's oh, it I goes exactly the way you would think that movie Hold would on. go. Hold like on. you should hear Forrest Whitaker talk about it because he's like second billing in that movie and he is not happy that he was in that movie. <laughs> Why did he do it? Well he did that other movie with with George. He did um uh Oh, was that where, where where Travolta had like some weird brain aneurysm stroke thing going on? But he gave him this the power to. Oh, I don't know, oh what was it Mike? No, was that? that was the thing where he's an angel. Um, it, it came at the same time as Powder, um, and they were both like, dude can do things with his brain. Movies. Yeah, what um, was that? It was got a great soundtrack. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Not phenomena. 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 Do, 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 do. 
But Phenomenon. All right, I'm watching the trailer now for Battlefield. Oh my gosh, it's gonna happen. Um, yeah, but it's, I first in have to pass the ad. And a bunch of dumb crap happens. I first. Why am I getting an ad? I have YouTube. I have. I pay for YouTube. I shouldn't have to watch this. Because I, I think that they're still in like gross denial that you're even trying to watch this. Is that what it is? Or like, please don't, please don't make us show you yeah. this. They're throwing things in front of you to keep you from watching. They really are. Like, how many speed bumps can we put in front of this thing? <laughs> um, He'll thank us later. <laughs> I feel. I'm. Oh, is that him narrating this? No, that's not trouble the narrating. I doubt it. Wow, it's. Oh. Yeah. Man's an endangered species. Yeah, Did you blah, know that? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I knew that. Uh, and the cyclones <laughs> are here, yeah. Have you watched this? Have I watched the watched whole the... friggin' movie. So Travolta has dreads. <laughs> yeah. And there's like X-Wing looking and space. And like, stilts. Like, um, and there's they just blew up Slave 1 somehow. <laughs> and They this, wish they had some Star Wars This in there. trailer doesn't really show you anything. Right, and rightly so, because... No I learned one would see the movie trailer. if they actually showed you part of the it movie. It has a stunning 2.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a... You know what I would do for a while? It has a glorious 3% Rotten Tomatoes. I would go on to IMDb because <laughs> for a while there, it was like the, the fourth worst movie on the, on the site. And I would go in there and I would vote any movie that was below it. <laughs> A 10. <laughs> I would sacrifice my IMDb voting integrity just to get Battlefield Earth just a little bit closer to that last spot. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. That's how much I hate that movie. You like, you hate this so much it's become like your your mission. I was this is amazing. <laughs> just, just like uh, just like uh, Jack Ryan in Patriot Games. I will make it my mission in life. Wow. And and we wonder why Travolta didn't make any decent movies after 2000 or cast me in anything. This is pretty <laughs> much why. Cuz I don't think he was in anything. Wow, wow. Now I got to I got to figure out like what what movies do I hate? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'll have yeah. to think about that. No. Wow, I got to clear this out of my. There's history. a lot of. There's a. Yeah, you do. This is gonna, this is gonna <laughs> be a problem. I don't want to know what gets suggested now. It's like, oh, well, he likes this. Let's well, suggest. Let this. me. Let me show you the series by Leah Remini. I don't know who that is. It's, she's. She was in King of Queens and was a. Is in. Rather famous ex Scientologist. Oh double. yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. gone. Yeah, she's yeah, she's aggressive. It's a very compelling st- series. She's, oh, I bet. But she's but she's she's also like she's not. I don't know. On King of Queens, she was. I liked her in King of Queens. Yeah, I do. Ain't nothing um, wrong with it. No. Mm-mm. But she's angry now. Well. If you watch the uh, show, you realize she's got a lot to be angry I about. I have, so much, I have so much angry in my life already. I don't know that I need more angry. I need more soothing. Do you have anything soothing for hmm. me? That would—that's what I—that's what I need. Soothing, Some kind of a you know, like, movie, maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That's what I'll do. They should have a Muppet version of Battlefield Earth. Being, oh God. <laughs> Well, like Gonzo in the role of uh, John Travolta. It would probably be an improvement. It would be funny. Oh, it would be great. You kidding right? me? There's no movie yeah. that can't be improved by a Muppet version. There really isn't. I'd see a Muppet version of Pulp Fiction. I think that would be fantastic. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Starring Kermit the Frog. That's but Mr. White, I guess. But it would have to be no. It actually it would have to be like some of the because there is no Mr. Known. Green. <laughs> it would be like the lesser known. Um, well, you'd have Muppets. to have the one human. Like that's how that works in some mm-hmm. most of these movies, except mm-hmm. the, like the good ones, right? I mean, you don't have the like I like. Um, I guess Christmas Carol is the only one that really is a good All movie with the single human just guy, Michael Caine. That's Michael it. Caine, man. Yeah. That guy, that, I've got nothing but respect for him for so many reasons. But for Muppet Christmas Carol, where he was like, like the, the director, I, I don't remember if, I don't think Oz directed it, but um, the director was like, you're in a Muppet movie. You don't have to, you don't have to do, go, you know, right. don't herniate yourself. You are an this. award-winning. And he was like, yeah. no, this is my role. I'm, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing the heat. Mm-hmm. And he does, and it's so good because of that. But like, you know, all of the ones that are about the Muppets, you know, like the Muppet movie and the Muppets Take Manhattan and Muppet Great Muppet Caper, which isn't really about the Muppets. They're, it's, it's a story. Um, but um, all of those are, are, there's no like main dude, mm-hmm. main human. Um, but you get like the like what was it Muppet Wizard of Oz had Aaliyah I think I don't, um, I don't think I ever saw I Muppet who Wizard it was of Oz that was in that um, and then Treasure Island had Tim Curry and I a lot of people love Muppet Treasure Island and don't get me wrong I like it it's just so different and weird from the rest of them um, I never really latched onto it the way other people did. Muppets from Space, I absolutely love, and it's one of the sort of newer ones. Uh, yeah, Pepe, in so, it. I love so Pepe. Michael. Can- I don't know that he's working on anything now. He's done stuff recently, as recent as uh, King of Thieves. Um, I don't know anything about King of Thieves, but he was, of course, uh, Alfred in the Nolan Batman's. Mm-hmm. And he was also in. He was in Kingsman. He was. Uh, He's been Secret Service 2014. Um, yeah. So he's he's been in stuff recently-ish, but he's 89 now. Yeah, I mean, he's getting so close to... So now it's getting... Retirement getting age. close to what? <laughs> Don't say it. Don't. National treasure, man. National treasure. Oh, he is, yeah. Not in, And not no. even our nation. No, he doesn't need to be. No. He needs yeah. somebody's national treasure, and the UK, I would imagine, would be that nation. <clears throat> um... Yeah, I, I, I man, go back to some old stuff like Italian I'm Job, some, and the man yeah. who would be king, and all that stuff. Man, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hannah and her sisters, Woody Allen flick. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what the first movie is I saw him in though. He's in that without a clue. We've talked about that, right? Where he uh, he plays an actor that John Watson has hired to be Sherlock Holmes, so that. I don't know because he's the the one that's actually solving crimes. But I don't know about that. 
It's it's so good. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I have to. I'm gonna have to go back and see. Like, because there's, I feel like what was there was a movie. Wasn't there? He was in a movie with Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, Death Trap. Is that what that was? Mm-hmm. Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve in Death Trap, and they kiss in that movie. They do. That's what. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That was a good movie. Yeah, it's a. It was a play first, of course, and and it's uh, of like a uh, not a yeah, murder, but it's a sort of thriller, I guess you would call it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Interesting. But I say, of course, because like when you watch it, you're like, okay, the entire thing takes place in like this it's one room. One, one, yeah, There's know, three yeah, people yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Clearly, this was a play at one point. <laughs> low budget for the set was very low budget. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, apparently, a good play also. But it's a very good play. <sighs> well, I have got so much. I have so many things to watch now. I don't yeah, know. What the, yeah. like, I, I mean, it's going to last years. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, when when you get done, <laughs> come back. We'll I'll come back. A, I'll we'll come have back. a supplemental we'll episode about it. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> we got to talk about Alfie. 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 Michael Caine. Well, I, I guess so. Alfie. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alf. That, that if you say, like, yeah, we, and he needed to be in that. He, he should have been an elf. Um, Would have lasted longer. But, you know, they, they say that if you, if you say the words, my cocaine, you, <laughs> you are saying Michael Caine the way that Michael Caine would say Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. My, my cocaine. My, oh, okay. What's your name? Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.